Hey, welcome to my leadership podcast today. I want to just welcome you today to a conversation that I'm going to have with you today about confidence. Um, confidence has been something that has been kind of rising up around me lately. Um, some of my clients and people that I've been working with recently have been kind of struggling through this and they've been wrestling through it. And honestly, it's something that we constantly are dealing with in our lives. And if we're not careful, it can be the thing that really just kind of begins to defeat us and to take us down. So the question that I got regarding this was, how do I recover from the blows that I am dealing with recently in my life, in my business, and find the courage or confidence to be able to navigate on from here? So I want to dive into that today because, you know, we get to this spot and this element of just total depletion. And we're looking for, oftentimes we're looking for some kind of an outside force to come alongside of us and just kind of spur us back towards recovery from what we've just experienced or what we've just faced. And I, I want to get you on board with uh, an instance like this that kind of happened in my life uh, some years back because I think you can identify with me about it. The time frame for this was, good God, it was probably 18 years ago now. Um, I can't remember exactly what year it was. It would have been 2007. So, no, it was even before that, 2005. It's 2005. Um, my wife and I had just been married for about a year and a half, and we had just started into our first career, which was foreign missions. And so we were support raising, traveling around the United States, interacting and visiting with as many people as we could to you know, essentially support us. They were going to, we were asking them to pay us a salary so that we could go to uh, a foreign country, Costa Rica and Mexico to be able to be missionaries. Dude, we were church planting missionaries. And so that was our heart. That was our passion. That's what we felt like, you know, essentially God had called us to. And um, so we were working on that route. And so this was our first trip out. It was a 17 week trip. And we had, uh, we didn't, this was pre-child era, so we had the flexibility to be able to do something like that at the time. Um, but it was, uh, it was ambitious and it was overwhelming as much as you think it was. And, you know, some of the semantics around it were the, was the fact that we were, um, we had left our, our house in Kansas, driven all the way to Rochester, New York, which was our first stop. We were going to be there for like this discipleship conference for a couple days and then we didn't have anywhere else to be for like a month and we didn't really know what to do we didn't have enough money to go all the way back home and then come all the way back again because we have we did have some other meetings lined up on the on the east coast here but we just had to just pray and trust the lord that god was going to give us what we needed for the time frame so we went from that meeting in rochester new york we stayed a couple extra days there with some friends that we had met at the time and just some gracious people that had taken us in and allowed us to stay with them and so we did that and then when we felt like it, the time was it was time for us to leave uh, another church in the area had invited us to come stay with them and so we did that for about a week and it was a total train wreck of a situation but it was what, what it was and then we left there and then we just got on the road and we started driving we didn't know where to go we just were driving and uh, we were headed in the direction of Crystal's hometown, where where she grew up. At the, it was actually Chambersburg, where we actually live now. But um, we were headed in that direction. Now she didn't have a lot of family that we could stay with, so we were just kind of hoping that we'd figure something out. And she had an idea 
you know, that she knew this other church and this pastor in the area that had this place, the place that they had allowed people to stay in the, and, and, you know, over time. And so we had made a, a, we'd reached out to them and just inquired, Hey, is this available? Can we do this? How much is it going to cost? All those things. And, and so they graciously said, yeah, you can stay here as long as you need. You know, it's a little, little place, a little apartment, efficiency type thing. Um, it's got like a tiny little kitchen, just a, a bathroom, a, a bed, a little couch in it. This was, um, this was, I mean, this was primitive. I, you know, you look at the technology advances we have now. This was primitive. There was no Wi-Fi. If it, you know, internet connection is not what you have now. I remember for us to be able to get anything, we had to drive to a coffee shop, and the closest coffee shop to this place was Panera Bread in Hagerstown, Pennsylvania. So about a half an hour drive, and you know, our cell phones. We still had flip phones at the time, and it was just, it was so, it just felt so primitive than what it was now. And I remember we we stayed there for probably three weeks, and it was so isolating. There was there was nobody around, and it was just we were so poor, we were so dead broke. We couldn't we didn't have any money to do anything. Just it was very very scraping by, and I remember getting up one day, and I just I was so mad, I was frustrated, I was defeated, I was discouraged, I was just all the things. And I remember walking out into this. Um, they had a little river that ran through the front of this property. And I just, I, I remember getting up one day and I was a coffee fanatic then as I am now. And I, I had made some coffee and I got up early as I always do. And my wife was still sleeping and I walked outside with my cup of coffee and I'm walking around this property, just kind of stretching my legs and getting deep breath and walking by the stream. And I'm trying to muster up all the spiritual determination I have. And I just was like, God, I need some encouragement today. I'm so defeated. I just, you know, I've been making phone calls like crazy, just trying to get some pastor to kind of welcome us and to, to invite us in. And, and you know, my confidence was totally defeated. I didn't want to pick up the phone anymore. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be doing what I was doing anymore. And yet there was still this, this like this, this heart's desire inside of me that said, you have to do this. You know, it's, it's the why of what the, the end goal of, of us living in this foreign country and doing the work that we've set out to do, the things that we have promised to all these other people, all these other churches, all these supporters at this point that, that we've promised that we would have, we would do, we, we need to be faithful to that. But in this moment where there was no receptivity, there was no, there was nobody calling, there was no emails coming, there was no smoke signals, there was literally nothing happening. And I'm just like, I want to quit. I want to, I want to not do this anymore. I mean, any job looked good to me at that point any job like I, I'd have taken I, I'd have taken a job at McDonald's for all for all I care just to be around people and to have some connections and some some something but nothing and so I remember I remember literally like praying and saying God can you can you can somebody call me today would you just put it on somebody's heart to call me today you know if we go check our email today drive all the way down to Hagerstown it would would you just allow somebody to have emailed me and can we have some sort of connection and i remember going through that whole day my wife and i were both kind of just pity party and discouraged whatever and no nothing came no phone calls no emails no anything and you know so someone would look at that as you know hey god didn't answer your prayer no he did answer my prayer he was just answering in a way that i needed to learn i needed to have to figure out how to have confidence without an outside source, without someone coming alongside of me. And and honestly, that would be such fuel for me in the days ahead when those situations would happen over and over and over and over and over again. There's got to come a moment in your life when you recognize, when you figure out how do I, how do I determine when there's nothing else coming? How do I stay true to who I am deciding I'm going to be without someone coming alongside me telling me it's a good job? Or 
in a moment when, you know, in a business world, when no one's hiring you, how do you muster up the courage to continue on? Well, I've got a, a pathway for you that I, I want to give to you today. It's kind of a three-part process, and it all starts with the, the letter R. So it's just the way it kind of poured out for me on my legal pad here today. So number one, the first thing I would tell you to do is rest and retreat. You know, one of the things that we end up doing in, in a moment of lack of confidence is we try to push the gas pedal harder. We try to pour on all the effort only to find out that it's not working. Why? Because we don't have any confidence. And your prospective clients, your prospective customers out there kind of know that you're desperate. They smell it on you. It's just this infectious thing of like, you know, disease. You can smell it on people and and you don't need to be do that. It, until you're healthy, you should not be trying to um, power through your confidence problem. You need some rest and retreat. How long? How long of a re- rest and retreat do you need? I don't know. It probably depends on the severity of the time frame that you're dealing with or you're navigating through. To some people, it may be 10 minutes. To some people, it may be a morning, you know, an hour. Could be, it could be a, a season where you have dealt with uh, velocity, intensity for so long that you actually need a, a weekend or two or three days away. You know, one of the things that I used to do so frequently is I would I would get away for at least once a year I would do this and I would go to a cabin in the woods and I would just camp there by myself for a, a period of time and I would just retreat and rest. And I would walk away from that experience just being totally refueled. And, you know, maybe that's not your style. You have to figure out what your style is, but I guarantee you it needs something to do with rest and retreat because in that moment, we're literally saying, you know what, I'm going to stop trying to fight my way through this. I'm going to get some distance, which is the retreat part. I'm going to get some perspective on where I'm at and what's going on. That kind of dabbles with the next thing I'm going to talk about. I'm going to recuperate my body. And then I'm going to try to dive back into this when I feel healthy again. You know, in in our desperation to try to get us through the tough spots of where we're at, we end up making mistakes out of desperation instead of trusting and instead of, you know, being confident in what I know to do and who I know to become. And so, man, schedule some rest and retreat. Separate yourself from where you're at. You know, unplug yourself for a morning and just get alone for a while and just get introspective, which is the next thing I want to say that, you know, first one, rest and retreat. Number two is reflection and recap. Reflection and recap. You know, you need to reflect on why you're are where why you are where you are right now. Get some really good perspective on what's happening. What what brought you to this spot? Is there something that you need to learn? Is there is there a mistake that you made that you need to kind of put up some boundaries in and say, you know what, I need to isolate myself or insulate myself from making this mistake again. You know, if, if, if your actions are what brought you to the place that you're at now, maybe it's an element of you deciding and determining that I need to correct some things and just ensure that this doesn't happen again. So reflection is crucial at this spot that you would say, all right, let's get a really, really good pulse on where I'm at. You know, when I sit down with my clients, we um, probably once a month when I sit down with my clients, the ones who are regularly meeting with me, you know, on a couple couple week basis or whatever, multiple times a month. One of the questions I will just ask them is, tell me the pulse of your business right now. What What is happening? I'll ask them questions like, you know, where are you celebrating? Where are you actually killing it? 
Where, where is it just coming up that you're just like, man, I feel so proud of myself in this moment. Typically, when it comes to business owners, business leaders, business people, we don't get proud of ourselves for anything. Why? Because there's always work to do. There's always movement to be made. We're never really where we want to be at. And so we, we kind of are, we are our own worst critics. And so we get a little bit defeated and we get a little bit discouraged and we lose a little bit of confidence in this point. But if we would actually take an assessment, reflect on the places that we've been very positive, where we've done really well, you know, where we have some of those client accolades or we have some of those, uh, you know, uh, accommodations from people that said, you did a really good job and I'm really grateful for what you've done and you've really changed my life and it's really been a blessing to you, to, to me, what you've done. You know, you need to see the fact and facet that your business, your career, what you're doing is actually life-changing to people. The, the, the gift that you're giving them through the help that you're providing them, whatever that thing is, it is life-changing to them. It's giving them an, an element of entertainment. It's giving them an element of, of uh, rejuvenation. You're giving them an opportunity to connect together or to be helpful in their business or, or whatever it is. But reflect and recap on where you're at, what you've done, and then really where you need to go next. And so that leads me to the third point of this. Remotivate and determine. Remotivate and determine. Let me just recap this one more time. Rest and retreat. First thing you need to do. Number two, reflection and recap. And then number three, re-motivate yourself. Just re-up that motivation inside of you. And how do you do this? You start by reflecting on your why. Why are you doing this to begin with? Why did you even get into what you're, what you're doing right now? It's because you had a, this, this, this deep-hearted desire, this belief that it was possible and through the element of your own effort, you're going to get to that manifestation of desire. That's what Think and Grow Rich, you know, Napoleon Hill so profoundly unpacked for us in his book, Think and Grow Rich, this idea that a deep-hearted desire would actually carry you to its fruition, but you cannot give up. You know, given the fact that there are there will always be elements of our lives that just get discouraging and defeating and overwhelming and frustrating, you cannot ever lose sight of the why. The why will be the thing that gets you up in the morning, that helps you navigate through the frustrating moments of defeat and discouragement and, you know, lack of investment from other people, those kind of things. You've got to find a way to be able to say, you know what, this is why. And and over time, you know, if we can just benchmark Napoleon Hill's process here, his thought process is that if you can hone in on your why and repeat that to yourself twice a day and more if you need it, within five years, you will have manifest the why. It will come out, but you've got to stay committed to it. And that's why this element of rest and retreat and reflection recap is so pivotal because in a moment of desperation, when we lose our confidence, we also try to give up our why. We end up doing that same thing that I did in that day. And, you know, so many years ago, I decided, hey, I think I really want to go work for McDonald's right now. Well, that's not true. My why was so intact. It was so profound that I was able to power through the, the scary moments, the moments of isolation and uncertainty and de- devastation and defeat and all these things. Um, I had to reinvest in that, reinvestigate it. One of the sources that I have been... Um, looking at recently is Heather Monahan. Heather Monahan, I, I actually met her at the International Maxwell Conference back in March, and 
Um, it was my first like celebrity geek out moment. It was so funny. I had just seen her on LinkedIn a couple weeks prior to this. And then I'm walking through the thousands of people that are at the IMC conference. And I passed by, you know, this person. And I was like, oh my gosh, I recognize that person. And I turned around and sure enough, this is, this is this one that went up to, went up to her and just like a freaking nerd, I introduced myself and I'm like, are you Heather? And, uh, she's like, oh my gosh, who's this, who's this pipsqueak? But anyway, I had this moment and then, um, and then I, I came home and I bought her book. Her book is called Overcoming Your Villains. She's a phenomenal story of uh, kind of just pulling herself up from devastation and defeat. And she talks about creating confidence in three easy steps in her in this book. In in the second chapter, she says, she said that she lists this framework that becomes a, an element that helps her, helped her navigate through these uh, elements of trying to create confidence. And so there are this, it's, she says it's called the back framework, B-A-K, back framework. Belief, belief is the self-talk and other integral internal messages we have accepted as truth. Action, the actions we are currently taking and plan to take in the future to find success and happiness. And then knowledge, the information and skills we need to be more effective people in every aspect of our work and personal lives. I look at this and I, I look at this and, you know, you have to almost ask the question. She frames this in here a little bit. What story are you telling yourself that is currently holding you back? The The element is this, is that, you know, the, ele- the, the narrative that you're currently hearing or believing that is a lie or fear that's restraining you or retaining you from accepting or moving into your future. You know, typically we all end up believing some sort of lie, especially in an element of lack of confidence or lack of movement. When we really need something and we're desperate for it, we end up hearing some lies inside of our head. You don't actually know what you're doing. You can't actually accomplish this. All those people that are out there that are trying to tell you that you should have never started this to begin with. You start hearing those voices. And honestly, it's really hard to distinguish those voices from your own voice because sometimes you begin to tell yourself those things too. And what happens is we we kind of muddy the waters between what is truth and what is lie. And it's really imperative at this point that you go through this kind of three-part process, rest and retreat, reflection, recap, re-motivate and determine to be able to reassess where you're at with the truth. Well, what is the truth? The truth is, is that you have been successful. The truth is, is that you do know what you're doing. The truth is, is that you've built a lot of momentum up to this point. And even though that you're experiencing something that you may not have seen coming, you will power through it. The truth is, is that you can handle this. The truth is, is that once you get some really good perspective on what you're experiencing and what you're facing and what you're frustrating, frustrated with in this moment, you will be able to survive. You will be able to move on from here. The, the simple facet of, let's boil this down to one thing. How do you, how do you do rebuild confidence when it's been defeated? You just don't give up on yourself. You just don't give up on yourself. Maybe there's some positive voices that you need to put yourself around in this moment to just encourage you and to help you and to navigate you. Someone that you know is going to stand by you and tell you the truth and keep you encouraged and refreshed and motivated. You know, those are, those are, those would be amazing. But then you have situations like I've just described to you a few minutes ago when no one was calling. Maybe that's the moment that you actually get a little bit vulnerable and you reach out and you say to someone that you can trust, 
hey, I'm a little discouraged today. I'm a little defeated. I, I don't want to dump my problem on you, but can, can you just help me for a minute? Can you just listen to me? And you know, don't, don't, don't be uh, ridiculous about this. Um, maybe it's just a minute. Maybe it's just a, a coffee conversation. But to be honest with you, I tell my clients all the time, call me, text me, do anything that you need to do because I am here to help. I guarantee you there are some people in your proximity that are there to help. So utilize their help. Call them, text them, ask them something to just help you, inspire you to get back up, to be able to move on, to be able to navigate from here. I think I read, I was reading Proverbs something this morning, what is this, the 24th, so I was reading Proverbs 24 today, and it's where it contains that that infamous verse, you know, um, the some the wise man or whatever is the one who gets up after falling down seven times and continues on again. It's the failure who stays defeated. It's the failure who stays on the ground and says, you know what, I've come as far as I can go. No, you have not. You've only come as far as you can go today. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new opportunity. Tomorrow's a new experience. And maybe the most, the, the, the wisest thing you can do today is rest and retreat, reflect and recap on where you're at, on what's brought you to this spot, and then determine that you're going to be able to navigate from this point forward. So this is my past, my pattern. This is my process. This is what I utilize in my life. And I hope that you can find some uh, action points from this also to be able to figure out what you need to do in your world to be able to navigate from this point forward. Let me know, let me know how you've dealt with something like this in your own world, in your own life. What have you done that has been a thing that's, that has uh, encouraged you when you're defeated the most? When have you seen this in somebody else's life? And, and what, did, what did they do that you just mesmerized you? You're like, I couldn't believe that they could actually do that. And then, you know, share with, share with me in the comments and interact with me as we kind of move on from here about what you're seeing, about what you're experiencing, and what you need to do to be able to gain the confidence and move on from here. I'm rooting for you, man. You've got this.